Welcome to the Monkey House. It's me here in the year 2024. And I'm about to be in Sydney and Brisbane. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May. Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May doing my show, Drier Drier, at the respective comedy festivals in those cities. But I'm also, uh, while I'm up there, I figured I had a couple of days to kill. So I'm doing a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart on Monday, the 13th of May at the Chippendale Hotel and in Brisbane at Good Chat Comedy on the 14th of May. And you can get tickets for all of that. Now, go to mattstewartcomedy.com for the links. mattstewartcomedy.com. Now, on with the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, it's me, Matt Stewart. Just a quick drop by uh, before we get into the live episode. I want to thank everyone who came out. Uh, I was really stoked. Uh, it's a real fun time. A couple of things. I just quickly skimmed through having a little listen uh, so just a few things. Um, this was recorded a, a few weeks back. It was on Easter Sunday in Australia, which was on the 4th of uh, bloody April, uh, which was five days before Prince Philip died. So when I mention him, keep that in mind. <laughs> he was still alive. Um, also, Mesa's wearing a shirt with bananas all over it. I don't know if that was clear, but anyway, it was a great shirt. Um, and the way this uh, episode is set up, uh, Cass Page... Uh, tells a great story and then the majority of the show is me um, trying out this new game idea which might be its own podcast later in the year called Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. Uh, Let us know what you think of that. It'll be uh, really handy to have some feedback uh, if you think it works and any suggestions. Um, And I'd also love to thank uh, Jack and Sam who were sitting in the front row. You can't really hear them particularly well on mic but they were helping me score. Uh, so big thanks to them. And yes, anyway, on with the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Over many years, man has evolved from the monkeys. From humble beginnings as a pygmy marmoset, We've slowly worked our way up the evolutionary chain to squirrel monkeys, capuchins, and macaques. Then onto the great apes like gorillas and chimpanzees. Then some of the not so great apes like Gibbons and Gary from Accounts. Before eventually landing somewhere in the middle as humans. Tonight's show is a culmination of these hundreds of years maybe even centuries of evolution. With that in mind, 
please make as much noise and fling as much shit as you can for your comedian for this evening. It's Matt Stewart. Holy shit. We did it. Can you believe it? They said it couldn't be done. Sorry, they said it... They said it shouldn't be done, but um, it's happening anyway. I, I really can't believe anyone's here. So <laughs> thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Uh, welcome to Primates, the <laughs> line. What is it? <laughs> welcome to Primates, the podcast about primates and popular culture from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. Is that right? Please welcome uh, my ever trusty second banana. You might know him from the Jimmy James show about Jimmy James Eaton. His name is Evan Munro-Smith, the second banana. Can you believe it? Now, Evan, did, if you don't know this, Evan actually wrote that theme song. Do you know that? Yeah. And the, and the true believers um, know that it actually has lyrics. Um, and I was reminded of that by listener Matthew Webb uh, so yesterday. So was I. I forgot. Yeah, well, anyway, I'm going to get Duty, who's our great tech round of applause for Duty. Go, Duty! Comedy legend from anyone for tennis. Duty's going to play the song again, and you can sing along, Evan. And if you know the lyrics in the crowd, everyone can sing along too. Everyone can sing along. It's a slow start. With Matt and various guests. You did it. I remembered. Man, my heart was beating so fast. That's a, that's a lot. You, yeah, a long instrumental intro. Yeah. Um, that's great. Well, we do have various guests today. Should yeah. we welcome them up? Yes. Please make them very welcome from Sands Pants Radio. It's Cass Page. And from the Weekly Planet, it's Nick Maso Mason. <laughs> AKA the Dream Team. Oh, They're in. We're here. S- self-appointed Dream Team. Nobody's ever actually called us the Dream Team. <laughs> we well, maybe have. These absolute, the absolute diehards here. I appreciate you guys coming out. People who are just like, Easter? Nope, not for us. <laughs> <laughs> Family, just religion? No, no, just, just this. The, the ape god is our god. <laughs> Thank you. Early in the show for blasphemy. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Cass, welcome. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. I can't believe they rocked up. I also can't believe you all rocked up. <laughs> it really feels like this is a silly thing to do, but um, a good thing to do. So I was looking for chalky eggs, and that rules. I think it's good to be here as the dream team and you the dreamers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyone here not heard this show before? How baffling that would be. <laughs> oh, I just saw a poster. Um, genuinely? Yeah. I've never heard. I mean, it's a show. Do it because we need a sacrifice for the ape god, and if somebody (laughs) is not enjoying this. So, um, obviously, this is a a well planned out show. Um, We're going to run to a pretty tight schedule. Cass is going to kick off the show uh, by telling us a story about monkeys. 
Is that right? Oh, it is correct. Yeah, yes. Right. Also, I thought we were doing stage bevs, so I'm just going to... Oh, you did I, do stage bevs. I, I just did. couldn't see what from up there? there. I will put mine down so I don't kick it. Okay. I am going to tell you a story from history, Ooh. Um, which you're all a part of. <laughs> we're making history today. Yeah. Well, I kind of like this one because uh, the first time I ever, if I might get a little nostalgic, came onto the podcast, it was because uh, Matt had made a post... Uh, about how Pogo from the Umbrella Academy was an example of how we were truly living in a post-9-11 world of primates on screen. (laughs) (laughs) And I I didn't think... Matt and I maybe had met in passing a few times and I went onto my keyboard and I was like, Matt, do you know you are correct and he wouldn't exist without (laughs) 9-11? And thus the first episode that we did together begins. So here's another one from history. Um, This is the story about the... Maybe the deadliest monkey in the world. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Folks, more shock and awe, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I say monkey because, of course, man is a primate. Your, your favourite. Okay. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> in particular, if you don't know, well, you won't know this, his favourite Is this a roundabout primate. way of saying Hitler? Is, that, is this going to be a Hitler story? <laughs> or, Hitler's or not Evan's favourite primate. <laughs> Wait, well, it has been a while since we did the show. Is your favourite primate Hitler? No. <laughs> no, Andy from Toy Story. <laughs> Who hasn't killed anybody as far as I know. Andy from Toy Story, not cancelled yet, but, you know, we always... Thinking through the films? <laughs> I don't think so. Hmm. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't put my finger on any killings. It's been a while since I Toy Story 3. I mean, the clo- <laughs> you got to talk into the... Hello. Everybody. Is it slavery if he doesn't know they're sentient? Oh, good. So our story begins in Greece. <laughs> They're not working for him. You talking about the toys? Yeah, I'm talking about the toys. Oh, okay. I'm just going to use these as playthings. Uh, against their will, they're trapped in my room. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Is that what you're they, saying? They can get out. It's okay, so you they could have. They want to be there. They're always trying. He to get doesn't back know to they him. want to be there. As far as he knows. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I actually think, yeah, Andy from Toy Story. He paid for them. I guess he's not paying them though, right? They don't get any. <laughs> they literally all have Stockholm. <laughs> What's your story? <laughs> Cast your mind back to Greece, 1917. I'm there. <laughs> Thank God. So uh, we have Alexander of Greece. He is the king at the time. Uh, he See the great? No. No, the Greece. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Alexander the Greece. <laughs> Alexander the Greece. So he comes into power and he only lives for three years while he is king. He isn't three years old. He comes into power and is king for three years. He is walking through the estate where he was born and lived as a king palace, some might say. He's having a wander through and he gets to the gardens and he's walking as German shepherd and they're having a lovely time. All of a sudden, the the pet macaque owned by... The steward of the grapevine. I think it's actually pronounced macaque, but... um. (laughs) Macaque. Thanks. I'm so sorry. I'll leave. So, a macaque 
Is, are you tricking me? Because cuck is a very funny word. I just no. Well, which is look, I'm, so I don't sad. know. Are there any other amateur primatologists on this panel? I think <laughs> if you're gonna ask, I mean, it's pretty weird. You disrespected me in that way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's my cuck. I'm a cuck you. <laughs> you really did. Yeah. And I liked it, but um, no, I wish I didn't say that. <laughs> So we're in the grapevines. <laughs> the steward of the grapevine, grapevine owns the macaque. The macaque, now here's where the details get a bit foggy for no good reason. It's not certain whether the dog attacked the monkey or the monkey attacked the dog, but that, for, that detail for some reason is just never confirmed. A fight breaks out between the monkey and the dog, man's best friend, I think not, at this point for us. Mm-hmm. We're the, you know, we're for your favourite primate, yes, for anyone who loves a macaque, no. King Alexander gets between the two animals, tries to break them up, and then a second macaque comes in and bites the shit out of him. Oh. They get him on the torso Whoa. and the leg. You never get in between a dog and a macaque. <laughs> no. Is, I learned that at a young age. <laughs> never make that mistake twice, for sure. Well, so there's always did, a second did, where macaque. Where did the second macaque come from? That's... I assume the grapevines. <laughs> <laughs> So they threw the guards. These macaques. I mean, I can't rule it out. I don't know a lot about grapevines, so. You know, we weren't there, and we don't even know who attacked who at this point. So we really can't say anything. Um, we do get a hint later in the story when you know the the servants eventually come up. They try and treat his wounds. I don't think they cauterized or anything. Maybe that wasn't a thing back then, but they didn't do it to him. They fixed his wounds, and then uh, King Alexander asked that it not be publicized because it wasn't a major incident. Uh, so he was pretty embarrassed. <laughs> and didn't want anyone to know that he had been bitten twice by, like, a sleeper monkey that really just came out of it. So if it's not been publicised, how do we know about it? Well... The grapevine, I assume. <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> I've peaked, so I'm going to go. <laughs> well, the reason we know about it is because he got sepsis that day. Oh. By that night, the wounds had gotten infected. He had a fever. Uh, it all went downhill from there. Uh, th- th- he did have a team of doctors who were like, we should probably cut his leg off because it was pretty bad on his leg, but then none of the doctors wanted to be the one to cut the king's leg off, so he died. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't happen these days. I mean, somebody would be bang up for cutting off the queen's leg, just being like, I'm going to get a lot of likes. I'm going to get a lot of hu- hug reacts on Facebook for being the guy that cut the queen's leg off. It's got to be one of the first kings to ever die from being macucked. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, macucks dangerous primates? Uh, they just well, killed I mean, a king. I mean, it's like he's not listening. Outside of this particular situation, are they one of the ones that you'd be like, stay away from that? Uh, oh yeah, I would stay away from them uh, unless they, you know, if they'd invited you in. I'd certainly stay away from them if they were fighting a dog. <laughs> based Is he on trying what I've to save heard. the dog? Yeah, Why did it was his dog. Oh, okay. So, again, for whatever reason, the details are shaky as to who attacked who. Who shot right. first. But he did get between them and then said, don't tell anyone about it. Don't tell him I got bit by a monkey. He was saying that to the dog. <laughs> <laughs> but did he save the dog? He oh. sacrificed himself. That's beautiful. That is kind of He's beautiful. He's dog's best friend. Do you reckon the dog... <laughs> Do you reckon the dog knows? No. Or new. Is that why Greek royalty is all dogs now? Did that dog inherit? <laughs> Not in that way. <laughs> Absolute dogs. Yeah, they, yeah. That's Prince Philip was a Greek pa- palace man. What do you call him? Royal. Yeah. And he's a he's a fucking dog. I'll say it. 
Look, the next part of this story is where it gets deadlier. For people listening at home, if we are, just in case we are recording this, I forgot to check that. But um, <laughs> Cass is doing this all from memory. It's, yeah. It's real good stuff. People in the room aren't impressed, but those are. <laughs> I'm impressed. Matt needed You're offside help for the intro, so. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't there. So we're in Greece. The king's dead. Yeah. People start to get a bit weird about who should take over reign because this king has he actually married a normal and so <laughs> not a monkey. What do you mean a normal human? I, I what did they say? It's like improper lineage or something. So he married just oh, your run of the mill person oh, yeah. uh, who was not chosen by God. It's Pretty feral. And uh, so the, the child they had together was perceived as illegitimate because it wasn't a royal child. It wasn't inbred, yeah. They're, yeah. they're the wrong ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one's... this. <laughs> so there was a bit of uncertainty and it was during an election, so I think they had prime ministers and royalty at the oh, time. Okay. So it was during an election time. There wasn't a king for weeks. They come up to the election, there's, there's conflict, and then eventually it gets restored to uh, Constantine I, which I think was actually his father, so it ends up going backwards up, which is what obviously the monarchists want. They were uh, Republicans at the time. It was a bit of a kerfuffle. Constantine I then took over, obviously, the kingly duties and then led the Greek army uh, into a losing war. They lost the war. He ended up losing all of the uh, territories. It was the Greco-Turkish War. And his son, Alexander, had managed to gain all these territories in Turkey and he lost them all. And there was a lot of casualties. And Winston Churchill uh, says that, uh, I want to get this one right. This one I don't want to do from memory because I think it's very good. Okay. Let's have, it didn't recognise my own face. That's phenomenal. <laughs> You've changed. One, okay. one, three, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> Just if anyone wants it later. If you want to nick it. Okay. To quote Winston Churchill... It is perhaps no exaggeration to remark that a quarter of a million persons died of this monkey's bite. This person was so incompetent that they lost a war. But imagine how good it is from the other side. This monkey. (laughs) A monkey bit this guy and now we got our land back. That rules. Yeah. Maybe this is a happy story. Long live that monkey. Is it still living? Oh, uh, we've got to was this? 1917. Oh, probably still kicking. Oh, yeah. As far as I know, the macaques live uh, a couple hundred years. Right, I'd have to double check that, but mm. I think that's right. So we should get him on the show. <laughs> get him in. Do we want the monkey that bit him or the monkey that distracted him? Because it was a two-person job. I like how you've given them personhood there. Beautiful stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get them both on if we can. Mm. Oh, another fun fact. Uh, Alexander... Of Greece, uh, joined the Twenty Seven Club. Wow. <laughs> Just scrolling through the things, being like, "Oh, and he died at you know twenty seven after ruling for three years." I'm like, "Ah, oh, party!" <laughs> That's sick. He's up there with Kurt Cobain, and Kurt Cobain's like, "Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I committed suicide." And Alexander's like, you, "You're not going to believe this one." <laughs> He's still up there, like, "Don't publicize it." <laughs> People are like, "Oh, why are you here?" He's like, "I'm not." <laughs> Don't look down. I, <laughs> I think in, he- in heaven they've still got monkey bites. I mean, that, I mean, in the rare cases that that's how they died. Do you think they hold on to those up there? Yeah, like, do you, re- do you reckon you... Oh, that would that'd be a bit of a downer. 
right? If you if you had your wounds in heaven. Yeah. I mean, that's how you were playing that out, that scene. You said don't look down, so I don't make yeah. it sound like I'm the one. Okay, no. Okay. Um, he let's. Okay, maybe he didn't keep his wounds in heaven. The dream team is fraying up here. This is, <laughs> could this be the end of the dream team? Becoming the nightmare. <laughs> it's an amazing story. What a great story. I can't believe I've never heard of it. Yeah. Did I just... Yeah. <laughs> um, normally, I, if I, I was in the audience, yeah. I would give you a round of applause. But... <laughs> wow. It does... They do have a, a bit of a feel of a, a, a bunch of rude assholes. So, <laughs> so I do apologise. If it was me out there, you, that would have happened immediately. Thank you so much. And I'm so sorry that they left you hanging. No, don't be mean. The best of pause is the one you ask for. <laughs> it feels great. <laughs> no, nah, that sound feels better. That's a good one. <laughs> All right, so uh, the next thing we're going to do, um, I'm going to pl uh, play a game with these guys. Um, if anyone's uh, on the Patreon, you would have heard me try this game out uh, recently. It's called uh, Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. <laughs> this is the live debut. The tagline I've come up with is where it's the game where the contestants help write the answers to the game. <laughs> I think it's going to be pretty big. That's good. That's pretty snappy. Stop looking. You can't. Oh, just... <laughs> to be fair, a game where the contestants give the answers to the game sounds a lot like a conversation with steps. Yes. Um, <laughs> also, that's... any quiz show. <laughs> well, no. But, uh... <laughs> Except Jeopardy. Stop I guess. ruining my game. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not stepping in the middle of this. I want to be the last man standing in the dream team. So. Well, you've learned from Alexander of Greece. You I know what happens have. when you stand in the middle. <laughs> so basically, what I need you two to do. Well, let's call Evan. You want to play? Sure. Yeah, Evan. Let's get. <laughs> let's get Evan involved as well. So I'll need you to get your phones out. Get your messenger out so you can. Um, uh, oh send God, through. This, this is a dream for me. Just on stage. And I'm on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> God. Basically, I've given you a reason just to uh, browse Twitter, but. Um, so uh, the, they're all questions based on primates, and then I'll ask the question, then they've got to give a fake answer, right? And I've also written a fake answer, but I've also got the real answer. There's the twist. <laughs> and then I'm going to read out all those answers, and then they've got to pick, fuck, this is way more convoluted than <laughs> I was hoping it would be. And then, and then they each get There's to pick. There's only one question, right? We're only doing one of these, right? Well, at this rate, yes. <laughs> So, um, and if they get the question right, they get a point. And if someone guesses their made-up answer, they get another point. So two points up for grabs. And then, all right, let's just fucking play it. I'm so, sure it'll become So clear. the first question is, mm -hmm. and, and while they're writing those answers, I've got uh, listener questions I'll go through. Oh, great. So, so it's not too fucking tedious. Um, <laughs> if, if that ship hasn't already sailed. Um, so the, the first question is, what was a primate-related headline in the New York Times on March the 11th, 1929? So you basically just got to make up a monkey or ape or whatever related headline from an old-timey newspaper, okay? So, and then text that through to me. And in the meantime, let me ask this question from listener. Jack Sanders from Berwick. You in, Jack? Oh, no shit. <laughs> That's never happened before. <laughs> 
Jack, everybody, you did it. You made it in from Berwick. Wow. Well done. You grew up near Berwick, didn't you? No. Well, I mean, in vaguely. Down south? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know Barry Burke? He's got a car yard there. <laughs> huh, must be a bigger town than I realised. <laughs> Uh, Jack, I mean, I'm going to, it's weird. I'm, and I'm like even looking away from you. Um, <laughs> Jack, right, thank you. <laughs> and for those at home, Jack is covering his head. And it made everyone feel more comfortable. All right, so Jack's question is, I'm currently studying comedy in uni. What? Can you do that? <laughs> you can study comedy at uni. What? Really? <laughs> what uni is this? Collards. Isn't that like a handyman rental company? <laughs> Broden Kelly from Arnie Donner's a teacher. I heard about this. Have you heard about yeah, this? Broden was like, I got a job. And I'm like, what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's going on? I thought he, I thought he had one. And it's a university. All right, what's your question? <laughs> Just raise more questions. What's your best advice for an aspiring comedian? Well, I'd firstly say study it at uni. <laughs> I think you're on the right track there. I mean, I didn't. you're ahead of me. And I'm doing very well. <laughs> Self-taught, but... Um, Best advice, I think the best, I mean, that's just such a bloody sincere question. Um, feel free to ask me that more privately because I'll probably make fun of you less then. Um, yeah, I think it's just do it. The main one is just do it. And that does sound like I'm being an asshole, but that is the, you learn by doing it. It's one of those ones. Similar to mowing a lawn. And you can get lawn mowers at Collard's Hire. So... Which is, you haven't noticed, but there's a warehouse out the back. That is quite a, a sideways shift for um, the company that I can't think of the name of right now. All right. So we've got answers through from Evan, Cass. Oh. oh hang on. I'm still. Okay. 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 I was checking Twitter. <laughs> okay. Stuart. Here he is. All right. Hey, now, Mesa, while I'm um, just putting this together. Do you have any advice for an aspiring comedian? You're a funny man. I'm, I'm funny looking, Matt. That's, that's how we <laughs> do this. Thing. Is that a thing that you can work on? <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, just overcompensate with a weird beard, I think. We've all, <laughs> we've all, nah, all that's learned a, that. That's, um, <laughs> that's a bad tip. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Stop looking, Evan. Oh, what? <laughs> what would I even be looking for? Oh, he does not follow the game. I think I explained it pretty easily before. I forgot, I forgot there's a right answer. Yeah, there is but a right answer. I've already submitted an answer. Yes. Yes, which, but it's the right answer you might say. All right, so the question is, what was a primate-related headline in the New York Times on March the 11th, 1929? Here are your options. Okay. Ape climbs Empire State Building. <laughs> Two monkeys make a madhouse of pet shop. 
es- escaped gorilla finds love in Central Park. <laughs> Patrons go ape at Central Park Zoo opening. That's wild that those back to back. Anyway, um, <laughs> monkey sees monkey dupes. <laughs> or stock market crashes. Monkeys largely unaffected. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack. Do you want? Do you mind being the scorer? This is a bru- I, I'm already confused, <laughs> and no one's got a point yet. <laughs> All right. So, what do you reckon, Mesa? I like monkey see monkey dupe. Monkey that sees seems, monkey dupes. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on the newspaper. If it's like tabloidy, like they'd put a they'd put a pun in there. I think. So. Yes. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, Oh, yeah. While we're on that, I mean, this might help an aspiring comedian. What is a pun? I was, I was, I was hoping no one would call me on that because I don't, I don't know either, if I'm honest with you. Maybe it's a play on words? I don't, it's a play on words. Know. Yeah, I, honestly, it's a can of worms, this thing. And I don't, yeah, it's more complicated than that, I think. Okay. Uh, okay, that's my... <laughs> Mesos. Uh, Cass, what about you? What do you reckon? I reckon the pet shop one. Pet shop for Cass. Yep. All right. And Evan, what do you reckon? Uh, I think, was it the Gorilla Finds Love in Central Park? Yes. Gorilla Finds Love. All right. So the correct answer, Cass, you were correct. Oh. It was. Wow. I know what a monkey's going to do in a pet shop. Uh, now, uh, Meso, which one was yours? The stock market one. Stock market crashes. <laughs> very, very good stuff. So no points for Meso. Um, uh, Meso, you picked one of mine. Monkey sees monkey dupes. So that's one point for me. The house always wins. <laughs> Boo! That's right, folks. Boo! Boo! <laughs> and uh, I didn't Evan... know there was going to be booing, but I'm all for it. Now. <laughs> this is great. Evan, which one did you pick? I did the Empire State one. And who? That was yours, Cass, was it? No, that's the one you wrote. Yeah. Is that what the question was? <laughs> no, which one did you pick, though? Oh, I picked the Gorilla Finds Love. Gorilla Finds Love, which I believe was a Cass. That was mine, yes. So ah. two points for Cass. Yes. I think I'm, between us we'll get this right. Uh, and one point for the house. Boo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't realise well. how awful get- I was going to feel. <laughs> It's just great to get people together on this holy of holy days and just, just pull them out on a stage. Uh, the next question is, which of these is a real primate subspecies? So basically for this one, I need you to make up a fake primate subspecies, right? Some examples of real ones to give you some inspiration. Brown back bearded Saki. That's a real kind of monkey apparently. Miss Waldron's red collar bus. <laughs> Also real, and of course, Evan's favourite, Barbara Brown's titty. <laughs> so really, anything goes with this one, but uh, you just got to come up with a fake one. I mean, Meso, if you want to go for a laugh again, that really got us out of a hole before. But, um, <laughs> but realistic is also good if you want to win the game. That is up to you. Um, although they are fucking ridiculous, so uh, you're a chance either way. All right? Um, so while you're writing that one down... Let's go to the next question. Um, it's from Kerry in Florida. You hear Kerry? <laughs> oh, it's for Cass. Okay, this is. Have you got something down? 
Your, the question to you is... <laughs> wait, this is fully defeating the purpose. <laughs> this is me covering while you've got time to think of a thing. I'll read the next question. No, All right. no. you, you're right for what, it? What, what, is, what does she have to say to me? <laughs> <laughs> What's this? <laughs> question is, if the rest of the panel were monkeys, who do you think would get angry and fling poop first? Oh. I've I found out why monkeys throw poo. Have okay. you discussed this already? No. Or maybe. I have no idea. <laughs> it's because when uh, mo when monkeys get stressed, they throw things. And if they're in captivity, they don't have anything. So they don't have things to grab and throw. So they just use their own shit. Um, so, Matt. That's sad. That's, that's a grim fact. <laughs> Give them like a Nintendo Switch. Or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If if you were Donkey were you all monkeys, I would <laughs> happily give you many wooden blocks to throw oh. to vent your anger at my keeping you. <laughs> That's very nice. Thank you. I haven't got anything through yet. You guys struggling with this one? I oh. thought this would be an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> just got to name a thing. Make up. Just make up a new species of monkeys. Fucking hell. Yeah, people do it every day. Well, Cass has got one in. Yeah. Evan's got one in. Meso's got one in. All right. Um, uh, Cass, so who, while I'm typing these in, can you uh, answer that question, please? Stop being rude to Kerry. Or did you already answer it? I, I did. And I really appreciate that. <laughs> My new answer's Matt. <laughs> 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 All right, here are your options. Which one of these is a real primate um, subspecies? Thompson's squirrel footed climber, blue monkey, <laughs> pink pinked cheek macuck, standard gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in brackets, no distinguishing features. Uh, Greg's red-assed baboon. Or European beer cuck. <laughs> Imagine. So, so can multiple of these be actually correct? Uh, well, one of them you might be able to argue is a real one, but uh, only one of these is a uh, genuine one. Okay. Okay, so let's see hear what you got. What do you reckon, Meso? I think it's the blue monkey one. Blue monkey for Meso. Evan, what are you going with? Standard gorilla. Sounded pretty. <laughs> I feel like I've heard of that. Standard, <laughs> standard gorilla for Evan. Brack, and I got this straight off the Britannica. <laughs> standard gorilla brackets, no, no distinguishing features. Yeah. Is what you're locking in. Yep. And and Cass. Is that just a person? What's, what? a, what's a Santa Gorilla through features? Uh, to me, it could almost be indistinguishable from like a chicken carcass or something. How can you, have, how, how can you not have a feature? Well, it's a gorilla to start with and then it, there's what nothing else about What is base gorilla? What? What's base gorilla? Just picture a gorilla. <laughs> oh. Well, it works, so I guess I can't say. I reckon it's that Greg fellow. Greg. the name again? Greg's... Greg's red-assed baboon. <laughs> I don't think you pronounce baboon that way, but... Baboon. Uh, baboon. <laughs> well, funnily enough, that is the sound I will give you. Ba-bow. Oh. 
Uh, no, Greg's red ass ba- baboon was one of mine. Cass, that's a point for the house. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't turn towards of- him. Turn against him further. That's how this works. Uh, Evan went for standard gorilla, which was Meso's. <laughs> and Meso guessed the correct one. It is what? blue monkey. <laughs> I had no faith in that at all. That's amazing. Uh, apparently the blue song. monkey is a species of old world monkey native to Central and East Africa. Old world <laughs> monkey? Yeah. You, they can't... So we're in the new world. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> No further questions. All right. Is this what you meant by the new world of primates on screen? Yes. <laughs> All right, next question. What is the synopsis to the 1969 nice film <laughs> Night of the Bloody Apes? So just give us a sentence or two. The synopsis of the 1969 film Night of the Bloody Apes. Okay, let's go to another question here. Uh... Should I check these first to see if they're calling out anyone in particular? That one is. That one. No questions for Matt. Okay. Um, uh, this one, and I think he might even be here. Jack's leaving. Um, uh, this one's from Siraj, who says he's from a couple of rows back. Did you know that in advance? <laughs> a lot of pressure on where you were going to end up. <laughs> It was almost like you thought you were going to have your pick of the seats. As if it was going to be a thinly attended show. Uh, Siraj uh, actually accidentally bought too many uh, primates beanies. So he handed a couple back in and I've got them to give away today. I've got two, the final two primates beanies today. Meso's going to decide who deserves them. At the end of the show. Or whenever he wants to. I don't fucking care. Um, so Siraj has asked this question. What's the odds of that? Two of the three people who... Probably pretty high, actually. Um, Siraj asks, when the North American Dugan tour happens, would you try and set up a live episode with Erica Fleury? Yes. <laughs> 100%, yeah. That, we've talked about it before. I don't know if it would be live or not, but I'd love to... We talked about doing it at one of the sanctuaries or something, which is probably not appropriate, but um, <laughs> these monkeys are trying to seek sanctuary. <laughs> we don't want to hear your shitty podcast. Where's she based? She's based in La La Land. Uh. Hollywood on the Gold Coast. No. <laughs> Sorry. Ho- <laughs> Sorry. That, I, if I say Hollywood, I always run on to... Oh, right. Okay. Just Hollywood. Regular Hollywood. Just okay. regular Hollywood. Boring old beige Hollywood. <laughs> Um, no distinguishing features. No distinguishing features. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So we've got we've got Evans is in. Have we got? Uh, yes, I think everyone's got theirs in now. Evan, do you want to give your take on that question? Would you come over for a one-off, a live podcast in La La Land? Uh, yeah. Would I go to LA and do a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. On your own dime. No. <laughs> um, oh, maybe. I mean, you know, that'd be a nice little holiday. Probably not anytime soon, to be honest. Uh, uh, I think, to, let's be real, if I have to buy both of our flights, I mean, we're already running at a loss, I reckon, but... Um, <laughs> 
All right. So the question here is, what is the synopsis to the 1969 film Night of the Bloody Apes? Here are your options. A mad scientist's attempts to recreate evolution's missing link go horribly wrong when he accidentally mixes in DNA from the town's serial killer. (laughs) Sounds good. Or a medieval knight single-handedly faces an army of rabid apes in the evening. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to schedule the funny one for the end. (laughs) Fucked up. (laughs) Or the real one. The real one was the funny one last time. Blue Monkey got a laugh. That's true. That I mean, that is wild that that exists, but they're real cute too. Check them out later on your. To be honest, they're like sort of monkey grey, but um, <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch. Let's be honest, but um, uh, just what, sad. Yeah, it is yeah. sad. <laughs> I'm so fucking slow. That is good stuff, Cass. <laughs> Well, yes, it is sad. <laughs> oh. uh, so there's two options. What about this one? A mad scientist saves his son's life by giving him a monkey heart, which instantly transforms him into a murderous mutant with an ape's face. <laughs> From a monkey heart. Mm. They're actually quite different things. What about this? Could it be Marge, the bloody apes are here? <laughs> Uh, bracket McCain viral marketing campaign Uh, is it that's four we always having six options this feels like a lot alright or is it a documentary about a bloody massacre of a troop of gorillas and the attempts to bring the killers to justice or finally due to a comedy of errors a man going to a fancy dress party in an ape suit ends up switching places with a real gorilla. Comedy ensues as the man tries to survive a night in the zoo while the real gorilla becomes the life of the party. <laughs> what, what year is this, Matt? 69. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's the, uh, the monkey heart one. The, the monkey mon- heart? Monkey heart murder, monkey face one. Okay. Monkey heart, they should have called it monkey heart murder, monkey face. <laughs> Really missed a the trick there, didn't they? <laughs> Cass, what do you reckon? I would have gone that one. You but can also nah, go. Nah, nah, we should fight each other. I think I'll go. I really want to see the last movie. I'm going to go The Man Switches Place with the Monkey in the Zoo. And Evan, what do Where you reckon? Where does the blood come into it, though, on that one? It has a bloody good time. Okay. <laughs> good. Um, what was the first one? The first one was a mad scientist attempts to recreate evolution's missing link go horribly wrong when he accidentally mixes in DNA from the town's serial killer. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's go that. Uh, okay. So who was who did Evan accidentally pick then? Who's claiming that? Oh, was it? That is Cass? Me, yes. One point for Cass, everybody. Oh, good at this. All right. Uh, and Cass, you picked mine, you douche. <laughs> Trickery has no place on a podcast stage, Matthew. One point for the house. 
And Meso. Loudest, loudest boo gets the hats. That's how we're doing this. <laughs> Meso, once again, gets the point for uh, picking it correct. Really? Yeah. Huh. Mad scientist saves his son, uh, son's life by giving him a monkey heart, transforming him into a murderous mutant with an ape's face. Wow. <laughs> it was a Mexican exploitation film from 1969. All right, so a score check. How are you travelling with it? <laughs> Three, three, zero, three. Wait, so everyone's equal top apart from Evan. How do you get points again? By either <laughs> either guessing it correct or, or someone guessed. someone right. guessing yours. Yeah, okay. So no one's if it makes it easier, nothing you've done so far. Okay. I'll change tactic. <laughs> yeah, I'll change tactic pretty quickly to be honest. <laughs> so that's three rounds down. We've probably got time for uh, one or two more. Um, all right, here we go. Question number four. On their 1979 album, The Incredible Shrinking Dickies, <laughs> punk band The Dickies released a primate-related song. What was it called? So a punk song from 1979 that uh, is primate-related in the title. So we're thinking punks and shrinkage. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question. What? Is from no. Oh, this is sorry. No. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, this one comes from Nick Lean in Cornwall. Uh, Nick writes: If you could only eat food that began with a certain letter of the alphabet, oh, I like it where this is going. Very primatey. What would it be? Oh. Um, <laughs> and I love it when they when people ask a question, they answer their own question. Jack, you never gave me a tip on how to be good at comedy. <laughs> Uh, Nick, Nick answered his own question. He'd pick P, pasta, pizza, and pasties. Good question. Good question. <laughs> Relevant to today. Appreciate it very much. I would also go P. All right. Um, <laughs> looking forward to hearing what the others say. Ryan from Patterson, is Ryan from Patterson Lakes in? <laughs> you motherfucker, Ryan. <laughs> what a dog. Jack came in from Berwick. Just probably, I don't know. Or, it's an hour away. Is it? Yes. Which one? Patterson Lakes or Barrett? Okay. It'd be less than an hour away if you bought one of the fine automobiles from Barry Burke of Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan from Patterson Lakes asks, who's your favourite primate actor? Well, it's hard to go past. What's that guy's name? <laughs> Andy Circus. <laughs> Andy Circus is my man for sure. All right, while I put these together, everyone's got theirs in, oh, apart from Cass. Meso, if you had to pick a letter to eat all the food of that letter, what would it be? And who's your favourite primate actor? Wait, what was the first one? What? What's, what's... Um, pretty straightforward. <laughs> but the answer to the second question is Dunstan from Dunstan Checks In. That's oh, obviously great, yeah, yeah. Great choice. Um, what, a, what a nightmare of a month. <laughs> an orangutan, an ape, oh, mate. whatever, yeah. <laughs> You can pick one letter to eat food for the rest of your life, but it all has to start from with one letter. What would it be? Oh, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Okay, right. Uh, <laughs> somebody suggested the letter chips. <laughs> for, uh, for chips, and I'm on board with that. I love chips. Right, yeah. Chips, brackets, different flavours of chips. Oh, that's it. That's smart. You also, if you go C, you get custard as well. That's, that's heaps. C's a good one, yeah. You could live off that for sure. 
Um, I've actually, I'm changing my answer to D. Then I can have delicious, delicious chips. Um, <laughs> and delicious custard. Del- delicious so that custard. covers it all. <laughs> delicious cranberries. I could have so many things if I chose D. Evan, are you going to answer that question? I was going to go C. You got chocolate, chicken, cocaine. Uh, How do you take your cocaine? <laughs> By the spoonful, thank you. Delicious cocaine. Um, <laughs> no, C's good. Chips, of course. Yeah, chips are classic. Carbonara. I do like carbonara. Chicken's good. I said chicken already. But chi- Do I have to keep listening Did you say things? chicken carbonara? No. Um, but that's a good combo. Combo? Any- <laughs> oh, there's a loophole. <laughs> Combination meats. You could do a lot with that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. All right, here's your next question. On their non... Is this what you thought you bought tickets to? <laughs> I mean, you would have had no fucking idea, really. Would you? The other thing, it would have been me tediously going through a movie none of you care about. So I don't know what's better or worse. For a moment, it looked like Mesa was looking at ads for shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, how good is Mesa's shirt? That's a great shirt. Something else, but it really was just a, a white screen. It was, it was of pornography, Hawaiian. right? It was pornography. Because that's more dignified than being like, well, I've worn this, I should buy another one. <laughs> the next just time. Quickly counting, like, oh, so many people seen it. <laughs> Have you been waiting for an occasion to debut this shirt? Like you've had it uh, for, to a go while? Bananas, for a while? Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Okay. Just <laughs> the story checks out, huh? <laughs> yeah. that, you're like, all right, I'll accept that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this question is, as you know, on their 1979 album, The Incredible Shrinking Dickies, punk band The Dickies released a primate-related song. What was it called? Was it Monkey Bars? Was it You Drive Me Ape, You Big Gorilla? <laughs> was it Slam the Pigs, Up the Apes? Was it Don't Fuck the Monkey? <laughs> was it You're a Chimp, I'm a Chump? Or was it... I hope current president Jimmy Carter has his face and genitals torn off by a gorilla. <laughs> Do you like how my brain self-censored genitals? Yeah. I did not get through that word prude. correctly. You're real prude, Genitals. Yeah. Genitals. <laughs> All right, so which one do you reckon it is? What did the Dickies record? I reckon it's monkey bars. I reckon it's less uh, rude than you'd think. Monkey bars? Yeah, I mean, it's punk, but it was... No, I don't know. It's <laughs> it's monkey. I reckon it's monkey bars. Monkey bars for Meso, Cass? What do you reckon? I reckon you're a chimp, I'm a chump. You're a chimp, I'm a chump for Cass? That's very self-deprecating. That's very punk. Okay, I like <laughs> and Ev, what do you reckon? I reckon monkey bars. Monkey bars. <laughs> <laughs> It just seemed like you already responded once. You don't get a second one. <laughs> what? That's the answer you wrote. I know. <laughs> it sounded like the most likely. I don't understand what's happening. Is it, is it too late to change my answer? Some new information has come to light. And, uh... You've convinced yourself that the one you made up is the real one? 
Is that I, what's happening? I don't know how the points work. <laughs> I'm so confused. Evan, you're my favourite primate. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, I should get two points for this. No. <laughs> no, you do not get a point for that. You should lose a point for that. <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> okay. Mate, so you went with monkey bars. So Evan finally gets a point for that. <laughs> One point for Evan. <laughs> Uh, Cass, what did you go for? Chimpy Chumpy. That's one point for the house. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Evan. <laughs> I've kind of, I almost want to take that point back off you. Uh, <laughs> the correct answer was, you drive me ape, you big gorilla. That's pretty good. Do you Pre- play it? Duty, if you can you play that in like a couple I'll do one more question then if you can find it. No pressure. But he is very good. I wouldn't be surprised. Who's the bar again? What are they called? The Dickies. The Dickies. Little Dickies. Well, just the Dickies. Uh, the albums where they dick shrink. All right, so we'll do one. I reckon we got time for one last one. Do you want to do that? Or oh, Evan, you've got a story. Do you want to is your story do I have finishable? A story? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> getting hot up here after Cass did her story I don't think I could oh here we go very punk <laughs> just an instrumental that's interesting that's very punk actually alright let me see which one should I finish with here there's either one do you either want to answer the question, uh, according to The Telegraph, what is the most watched film of all time, also featuring at least one non-human primate? Or do you want to answer the question, uh, why is July the 4th, 1971, an important date in the primate world? Yeah, that one. That one, yeah. All right. <laughs> Big finish. <laughs> Big finish here. Here we go. All right, so the question is, why is July the 4th, 1971, an important date in the primate world? Okay, so uh, while they're doing that, I'll ask another question. Cass, don't get freaked out. Um, uh, all right, let's see. This one um, comes from... <sighs> That's boring. <laughs> so if your answer didn't get read. <laughs> um, all right. A lot of these are boring. Let's just, I'll just, look, I'll just read one at random. They're all, actually, reading them again, these are great. Uh, (laughs) A lot of great questions in here. Okay, this one comes from Kaz Every. What is your favourite non-comedy podcast to listen to? Uh, Do I listen to any (laughs) non-comedy podcasts? What, do you rate yours as a comedy podcast, Meso? I like that one. It's it's not in the comedy section, so absolutely not, no. The Weekly Planet. Correct. And I've never laughed once at it. Um, <laughs> do you have Crying a, counts as, as engagement, so we don't, we don't care. We'll take it. We'll take your download and your tears. Do you have, uh, do you have a favourite Meso? Alan Alder has a podcast. Did you know that? You know What's, the guy from MASH? Yeah. He's got a podcast. It's really oh. good. All right. Chats to people. It's nice. Hawkeye. Yes. 
Just the, guy, the guy with the bows and yeah, arrows. Yeah, just interviews, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, oh. oh. I'm pretty sure they're the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just Googled it. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> uh, all right, just uh, what about you, Evan, while I'm just chucking these in, or Cass? What's this? Do you have favorite a favourite non-comedy podcast? No. Uh. <laughs> Evan loves, loves to laugh. laugh more than anything, yeah. <laughs> I, I only listen to comedy podcasts, but my friend recommended a self-help one that I haven't opened. <laughs> Apparently that's really good and would really help me. <laughs> it's by Oprah. That sounds good. Sure it is. <laughs> um, Shusha Guided Meditations is good. The oh, yeah, that's good. But that, I'd count that as a comedy podcast. That's fun. Laugh your way to sleep. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you so much for that question. Fantastically asked and well answered. Um, so I guess we'll finish with this question. So bloody hell, you better be funny uh, as we... Oh, shit. <laughs> Primates is my favourite non-comedy podcast. Um, <laughs> so the question is, why is... Oh, and then the last thing we've got to do is you've got to decide who's worthy oh, of I should. Oh, I should get those hats and uh, wait for the booing. Hang on, what? Meso is giving out two uh, beanies that Siraj provided. Oh. It was something we talked about on stage today. <laughs> really? While I, while I was sitting here and you were there. <laughs> I have no memory of that at all. <laughs> all right, so the question Where is... Where do you go? <laughs> I'm going to have to listen back to this. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, uh, why is July the 4th 1971, an important date in the primate world. Is it the first Donkey Kong video game was released? Is it Coco the Gorilla was born? Is it? I don't know why I'm saying that every time. <laughs> the predecessor to the North American Primate Sanctuary Alliance was formed. Is it? It's the 4th of July. The trained gorillas were not used to set off the fireworks, thus the first 4th of July with no non-human primate fatalities. <laughs> Fourth of July is a grim past. <laughs> is it the film Planet of the Apes debuted? Is it or debuted? You know, once I did a live podcast in <laughs> in Birmingham and I said it the wrong way for Birmingham people and they all laughed in unison. I said, I either said debuted or debuted or... So hang on. <laughs> now I actually get why they were... <laughs> I get it now. And now you say debuted? I've lost all self-confidence <laughs> well, in general, but also with that word. If you go with that one, the worst things will happen is debut, so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should finish there. Uh, monkeys love fireworks. Also something about Jane Goodall probably, question mark. Ah. Or finally, current president Jimmy Carter has his face and genitals <laughs> torn off by a gorilla. I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah, it feels like one you'd remember, but yeah. a lot of these are. So I having during the show, then I would have probably said it. <laughs> yeah. All right, May, so do you have a guess there? Oh, um, uh, I think it might be Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong for May, so. Right, but I'm, I'm committed to it now. Uh, what about you, Cass? What was the second one that wasn't Donkey Kong? The second one that wasn't Donkey Kong, Coco the Gorilla was born. That one. 
Coco for Cascas. Um, <laughs> I'm also going to go Coco. Double Coco. Yeah. Love that. All right. So uh, the correct answer was Coco. Oh. Hey. Well done. Uh, so that is a point for Evan and Cass, and another point for Evan because he did the Donkey Kong one. Yes. Oh. Evan's come flying home. I, I like. I made a conscious effort to change my tactic, and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> your, your brain sort of processed the data, and uh, <laughs> well, I went from writing funny things to writing things that people might guess, and it worked. <laughs> But it did make the show more boring. <laughs> well, that's not what we're here for. We're here, for we're here to win. <laughs> All right, mate. So do you want to, before we get, we find out who won, um, which I think is going to be a beautiful and satisfying way to end the show. <laughs> uh, do you want to tell us who, and I don't, I'd love to know firstly how you've decided this. And then secondly, who has taken home the beanies well, tonight? Well, I've, I've got a system. Okay. Uh, and it's over here yep and I look over here okay and I do this yep and I draw my arm back okay mm-hmm. and then I just I simply move fling it, it like a piece release. of shit yeah and like a monkey flinging feces precisely and, <laughs> but and, these are less valuable and what, is, what is great about this system is potentially somebody could come away with two be- beanies yeah. so. <laughs> oh 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 well done wow funnily enough the only person who seemed keen on him before to call one. So that, that actually worked out really nice, well. Terrific. He also uh, pushed out a small baby to get it. So <laughs> I guess he earned it. Well done to him. All right, Jack and Jack's friend. What's your name, Jack's friend? Sam. Sam. Jack and Sam, two future comedians. Current. <laughs> <laughs> Up and comers. Couple of keep keep your eyes peeled for Jack and Sam. You do it. You doing a duo type scenario? Yeah. yeah. It's like me and Evan. <laughs> to world, who's going to be the straight man? Who's who's the straight man in us? I think we're both the straight man. Yeah, two straight. <laughs> we really need one funny guy. <laughs> we know, might need to be a trio. I guess that's why we've got Cass and Meso here. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so let's have the scores. Then I'll thank the guests. We'll all feel like we've seen a show and get the- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the scores are, you want to go from least to most. And uh, everyone, get excited if the house wins, okay? <laughs> okay, Mason on three points. So- Not bad. Round of applause for Mason. Yeah. Evan also on three. <laughs> Equal, last place. Or Evan and Meso. Uh, and then... Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> Is there a type? <laughs> Cass, Cass and the house. Draw. All right, so I think we all know everyone who's played this game before, who knew it with Matt Stewart, Primate Edition. Uh, the crowd decides who wins. So first, whoever gets the louder round of applause or boo... <laughs> Wins. All right, first, let's hear it for the house. <laughs> that is so, yeah, I, I, I'm so glad that some of you, even though you wanted me to lose, <laughs> couldn't help but give me a little low hum boo. <laughs> and let's hear it for Cass. Yeah! All right, that is too close to call. 
We need another tiebreaker. Now it's Cass is the winner here. Big round of applause for Cass. Huge round of applause for my awesome second banana, Evan Munro Smith, and the dream team guests of Nick Mason and Cass Page. A big round of applause as well for all of you and Duty, who is running the tech, and Ben on the front of house, and the bar staff, and everyone in the world, and all the monkeys out there. And for Matt! Maybe and we'll do this Matt. again, I don't know. Thanks so much for coming. Cheers and good night. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.